millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You basically poop for two straight hours and it, it's physically distressing. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am John R. Bray. And I am Heather B. Armstrong. And this is a special episode. It's not really, actually. It's it's kind of a kind of a same old episode. But it's kind of special because we're recording it back to back with our last one. Mm-hmm. Because you've been gone. In New I York just got back from New York. And just got back so things are totally chill and you've slept in it's it's all good yep and i will not be available to record next week because i will be in london 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 and the surrounding british areas really just london and bath yeah let's let's get the patreon out of the way first you want to yeah Yeah. we let's do it we haven't mentioned patreon in a while and i'm gonna mention it again in a, in a desperate attempt to lure some of you to sign up for... <laughs> to join, to join us. us. Please. Yeah. Well, neither of us are very good at this. We're terrible at self-promotion. I'm terrible. Like, talking about, about Patreon, yeah. which is probably why we don't mention it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, several of you have already, have already supported that, and we can't thank you enough. It's awesome. And for those of you who aren't familiar or haven't had a chance to check it out, Definitely do. It's pretty cool. Someday we might be reading erotic fiction, all kinds of things. We would appreciate it. It's an opportunity for you to kind of interact a little bit more with MRS and an opportunity for us to interact a little bit more with you. And you What's know. the URL again? It's good stuff. Do you know? That is it. I think it's patreon.com slash manic rambling. Okay. But. But we'll have a link. As I sit here. We'll have a link. I'm going to check that. And we will link to it. Yeah. And I think it's linked on on Instagram. Patreon.com. Yes, that, that appears to be correct. See, this is how good we are at that. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but traveling really fucks up my entire system. Does it fuck with your system? Oh, yeah. Well, it, it starts to fuck with my system like two weeks before I leave. Two weeks before you leave? Because, well, just because I start to... I mean, it was like you before New York, you start to go through all of these checklists through your head at the same time Mm -hmm. to make sure that you have everything in line and everything's good and everything's going to be all right because you're not going to be here to take care of everything. And I think that just builds up the stress. So then you're already a little discombobulated by the time you get on the plane. Yeah. My routine here with my kids is so structured that I have very specific eating habits and going away and being in a foreign environment means that those strict eating habits are completely thrown to the wind. And so usually by day three or four, I start to feel not well. <laughs> and that also, you know, when I was in New York, there was a special, so it's the 50th anniversary of 2001 A Space Odyssey, 
which is one of my favorite films. Okay. I, I wrote several papers about it in college. At the end of the movie, the main character walks into this really kind of spooky bedroom that has a lit up floor and lit up walls. And he sees himself in the bed that's in the bedroom. It's the end of the movie. And at the air. Spoiler. Come on. Well, now. Oh, my God. Spoiler. That movie's 50 I years know, old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying Moses built the ark. Don't don't give away who built the ark. That's right. So the National Air and Space Museum basically recreated the room with with the all the original props and furniture and artwork. You could get a ticket and you could go. It's basically a group of six people will go in at at, at a time and you could get two minutes inside the room, and you can take all the photographs that you want. Oh wow! Two minutes, right? <laughs> Which is not a lot when you're finally seeing that space, right? right? So yeah, I got on the train. I wanted to be there when it opened and got on the train. The train left the station at 5.30 a.m. And mind you, I've been, I saw Hamilton the night before and was out pretty fucking late. So I got about four hours of sleep, I think, and got on the train and the train. So you were ready to go. Yeah. The train, it was only supposed to be a three and a half hour train ride, but it was well over four hours. And then walked down to the museum and we were the first people there. We. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Your whole group. Uh, the whole group. We we get there and we're the first people there. And the person I was with pointed this out and it was so, so true. He was like, you know, that could have been a really rotten experience if the girls at, who were manning the whole exhibit were drunk with power and were like, we're not going to let you in until the specific time on your ticket. And we got there and they were like, you know, nobody's here. Just go on in, you know? Go on in, have have fun. So we got like ten or fifteen minutes by ourselves in that room to take to take oh, photos damn. and do. It was amazing. It was so true. Like they could have been like, you know what? We're in charge of this, and you're not allowed to go in. And you're, you've been here for over two minutes, and it was just a really lovely, lovely, lovely time and incredible experience to get to see that in person. And then we walked around DC for five hours until the train ride home by that point i was just dead <laughs> we walked 13 miles that day which i know oh, that you God. routinely run you you routinely eat 13 miles for breakfast i know no i don't <laughs> no no that's not a normal day that that's a lot of miles that's a, a lot of miles especially walking walking because it takes longer so that's like hours of yeah. walking and it was really hot and humid I hadn't had a lot of sleep. My eating schedule it was off. So by that night, I was feeling like, "Oh God, I, don't, I need to, I need to lie down or something." And then we were like, we got up the next morning and hit the ground running, and we're gone all day. We went and saw the David Bowie exhibit at the Brooklyn Museum. Oh yeah, I highly recommend awesome. seeing that. Yeah, have you seen it? I have not. No, I'd love to, but I haven't. Really, uh, really well done. So yeah, it was nonstop. Nonstop good. Nonstop good. It's funny though that you mention the food because I've never really had a specific diet mm -hmm. and traveled until now. And I'm I don't know what to do. <laughs> like I I have been racking my brain trying to think of how to accommodate what I normally do. What do you normally do? Well, it's it's just I've had a smoothie every morning for breakfast since the start of the year. Like, oh yeah, almost no grain. 
So I think I'm, I'm, I just need to be at peace with not doing that. And I know I will pay for mm-hmm. it. I know that. But I feel like the, the choice is to either just eat like a local and pay for it or pay for it in stress trying to do it the other way. Yeah. I, it's just, it's not worth it. And, and because I'm, I'm doing these things, not because I like, I medically can't have something. I just made the choice. It just seems like it's easier to not. And I, I totally know this is mm-hmm. a first world problem and I'm not saying that it's going to ruin the trip. It's just, I've never had to consider it. So I genuinely, I totally understand people who have very specific diets for very specific reasons. It must be so fucking hard. I, yeah. I can't imagine. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I traveled once a month in 2016. Two of those trips were international uh, and I was completely like 100% vegan. So I basically traveled. One of my bags was a bag of food. Did you ever take any small appliances? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> well, especially not overseas because the voltage right. is different. And... um. It's really, really, really hard. It's really hard to have a specific diet and travel because you don't know when you're going to be around food sometimes or you don't know if there's going to be anything at the airport that you can eat and you're sick and fucking tired of a fucking granola bar. Like you don't want to eat another fucking granola bar. Yep. Yeah. I I was already like online. God, I can't even. I was researching smoothie places. (laughs) And I, I spent like 10 minutes doing this and I was sitting there and I, all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck am I anymore? This is ridiculous. <laughs> if I happen to see a smoothie place, then maybe I'll get a smoothie. And if not, then that's okay. But I go, oh my God, I could, I could spend like the rest of my days before leaving trying to figure this out. It's not worth it. Not no. when I can have fish and chips, like every meal. I know. That's what you should do. You should, I mean, come on, indulge. You gotta oh, I'm indulge. Told, yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So this is going to veer into deuce territory. Just warning. Okay. <laughs> and I know we've, we've talked about it before, I think. Yeah, we talked about the poop tea, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Poop tea became really problematic because... <laughs> I, could, I could see that happening, yeah. Yeah, you can't really have any plans to do anything, oh right? Because you have no idea when it's going to work and just how violently it's going to work. Okay. So if Marlo had therapy or Lita had dance or they had piano or anything, I, I couldn't, like you have to have a day where you aren't doing anything because you have no idea what's going to happen. And it's not fun. It's not a fun experience. Poop tea. Sorry. So I started doing some research about, I mean, if I went back vegan, everything would be fine, but I'm not doing that again. Sorry. No offense to all the lovely vegans in the It house. works for some people. It doesn't work for other people. So really, I mean, if, if you if you drink the poop tea, you have to tell people you can't you can't get together because you might have to poop? Um, it's not just that you might have to poop. It's that you basically poop for two straight hours and it it's physically distressing. That does. Yeah, that cuts in with socializing then. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're ba- basically going to the bathroom like six or seven times and it feels like somebody is ripping your guts out. Oh, awesome. All right. So, and maybe that's only me. Maybe poop tea works differently for other people. So then my mom, my mom is going through the same problem. It's a, it's kind of a hereditary thing because my grandmother drank poop tea every single night. 
so my mom gave me some stool softener that she thought was amazing and it was not amazing at all. <laughs> I do not recommend zero stars. Uh, and then and a, a vegan told me uh, that she was taking calcium and magnesium pills. Okay. And she's like, once I started taking that, like I, it completely cured the whole problem. So I bought this huge giant vat of it on Amazon and five days later, I thought I was going to die. All right. I thought I was going to die. Were you home? I was home. Oh, well, that's but, good. But no, I, it, 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 it was not something that was going to happen. Is the pro- that's what I'm saying. Like, it made the problem <laughs> right. 10 times worse. Right. Let's just put it that way. So I did some research. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I did hours oh, of research on this. And I don't have hours to spend investigating how to fucking go poo. But then I found... Uh, a formulation of magnesium it's called and i'm i'm probably saying the word wrong it's called magnesium citrate okay c-i-t-r-a-t-e that's how i would say it yeah it's a very specific formulation of it i read all the reviews and i started taking it and i've probably texted my mother like seven times and been like it's so amazing (laughs) (laughs) i feel incredible oh my gosh, I feel incredible. This is amazing. Like it solved the problem. So this is my secret for anybody who is going through something like this. So wait, the it's, days of poop tea are behind you. They are behind me. Oh man. <laughs> no they are behind. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. You, I take three pills a day, one in the morning, one, one in the middle of the day, one at night and everything is great. It's great. I'm so happy. <laughs> That's that's good. It's the little things, which can feel like the big things. Well, because usually traveling makes that problem really bad, you know, because you're not in the normal bathroom that you're in and you're eating weird and everything's all over the place and you're sleeping weird and it can make that problem really bad. Right. So I took a gigantic bag of magnesium citrate with me and everything's fine. There you go. Yeah. So now instead of traveling with a bag of food, you just travel with a bag of magnesium citrate exactly which is smaller so i guess it works mm-hmm. and i resign myself to being like you know what this is what they have on the menu i will eat something off the menu okay yeah well and i think i remember like oh my god this must have been well over a year ago on on an episode or we were talking or something and you said you didn't want to be that person who was on a diet who had to make things really complicated at a restaurant mm-hmm. and that's kind of because i'm because these are the choices that I made just for me. I don't want to be that person that like, well, we can't go there because they don't have this or they don't have that. And I don't know. I mean, right. There's foods I don't eat just because I don't like them. But beyond that, kind of got to let it go. And otherwise, what is the point if I'm going to go somewhere and then eat all the same shit I eat at home? Right. I I don't know. So in, Paris and France, they don't have iced coffee. I think we talked we talked about this. Right. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to get used to drinking really, really, really strong espresso every morning without creamer or anything. And I'm gonna eat steak tartare. Sorry. Sorry, vegans. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. I'm gonna eat a shit ton of, you know, bread. I ate a shit ton of baguettes. I would walk around with baguettes in my in my purse. 
And yeah. when so I'm going to London the last week of July this year, and I plan to eat all the fucking fish and chips, man. That's I just. I mean, I that. don't really eat grain, but fish and chips. I mean, fucking scones. How could I not eat scones? Oh my god! Right, crumpets, crumpets. I don't know. When I went to when I went to London for study abroad, uh, my senior year in college, I was there for four months, and I ate a lot crumpets? of scones. Yeah, a lot of scones, and I gained twenty five pounds. <laughs> well, I've never been. I'm I'm excited. So, oh, you've never been to London? I've never been. To, I've never even flown through. I've only been oh to Europe God. once, and that was that was Denmark. So this is a, this is the Wait, first time. Where are you flying into? Heathrow. Heathrow. Okay. Yep. Enjoy that place. <clears throat> Enjoy what? Enjoy that place. Yeah. It'll be an adventure. Yeah, that's good. That's you know I have a really special place in my heart because I spent that semester there. Right. And the place that, so it was BYU study abroad in England, and the flat, it was a four-level flat that they rented for the space was across the street from Kensington Palace. And oh, wow. it was the it was the year before Diana died, so we saw her red helicopter all the time, bringing her home. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm going right after a royal wedding. <sighs> Oh, is that happening? That's happening soon, isn't that's, it? That's like this weekend. Yeah, Sunday, Saturday, something. Oh, wow. It's a big deal. She's really pretty. She is. She's really, 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 really pretty. However, I do think that Harry turned out to be the cuter one. For sure. I think he's yeah. super hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think between the two of them, he is more attractive, yes. I would have it have to agree. But they both have ended up with stunning women. Yes. I cannot believe I'm commenting on royal <laughs> gossip. Uh, well, having grown, I mean, it's probably after your time, but like she was, Diana was the biggest tabloid star as a, you know, National Enquirer and all those horrible, horrible things. Oh, she I remember. She was always, yeah. you remember that, right? Oh, yeah. And she was such a part of the, um, even the American cultural landscape, she was a huge player in it like i was talking with my friend who watched the original royal, royal wedding between of diana and she held a viewing party for william at her house and we stayed up late like it was it happened at like three o'clock in the morning or something and we all stayed up late and watched it together <laughs> big deal i know it's so stupid i think it's a i honestly Maybe not a bigger deal, but it's it's so funny to me how big a deal it is to Americans. Mm -hmm. Like the the few people that I know in the in the UK, they're they're kind of over it. Like they don't they don't really care. I mean, I'm sure there's there's a, a bank holiday or there's something that that's great, but they're just not really into it. But there are people here who are just like beside themselves. Well, so Black Twitter, like. When it was announced that they were getting, that they were engaged, like black Twitter just celebrated like it was Mardi Gras. They were like, oh my God, a black woman is invading the royal family. Holy shit. Like they were just over the moon about it. And it was mostly women. And they were like, you know what? 
because some of the, the guys were like, I can't believe that you're getting excited over this stupid thing. And all the black women were like, shut up. We get to have this moment. We get to have this. <laughs> well, even, I mean, one of my friends in the UK was saying, like, and she's totally not into the wedding, but even she was saying that that aspect of the engagement, because she had to get the queen's approval and it was a thing, she said, it, that's, that's a big deal mm-hmm. for the queen to okay that. Like it says yeah. a lot about the direction of the royal family, the direction of acceptance in the country. Like it, it, it is a big deal. That's right. You're going to be there right after that. Right after that happens. I know. I'm going to miss it. They invited me, but wasn't going to make it. And I, I, it's been booked for so long. I don't even know if the wedding was was actually scheduled when I booked this trip. Because you booked this trip a while ago, didn't you? I did. I did. It was during my ten days of like too much time with myself around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I just decided to, to, okay, well, actually, here's what happened. I was looking, I went through this wave, I think you remember me texting you about this, of just buying concert tickets uh-huh. and thinking of like, who do I want to see? And seeing if they're touring and then if they're coming here and whatever. And I have wanted to see Ben Folds for as long as I can remember. And I've never had the opportunity to. So I looked him up and he's playing in the UK. So for whatever reason, I just had this idea like, yeah, that would be totally rational to fly to Europe <laughs> to see one show. But then when I looked at airfare, it was actually way less than I thought. So I'm, I just just kind of booked it. I really wish I had looked at room and board beforehand, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no regrets. But God, London is expensive. London Holy is expensive. Shit. Like yeah. ridiculous. It's way more expensive than Paris. Yeah. I was look I was looking at hotels at one point and it was very excited because I couldn't believe that, you know, rooms were that cheap for three nights. No, that was one night. Like <laughs> six fifty for one. I'm like, oh God, no, I can't. Like no. It was it was just cost prohibitive. Especially when you travel like I I want to stay somewhere where I know is safe and fine, but I it doesn't I'm not gonna spend time there. So mm-hmm. I don't need to spend a ton of money where I stay. You know, like you're out. You want to be out yeah. and seeing things. So you don't need to spend $600 a exactly. night. God. Have you ever been to a country where they drive on the other side of the road? I have not. Uh, wait. Yes. In Hong Kong, I think they hmm. drive on the other side of the road. It took me several months to get used to it. And... I almost got killed several times crossing the street because I looked over the wrong shoulder. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Didn't you also like run into a cart corral in Australia? A cart corral? Wait a minute. What? Didn't didn't you? You were in Australia and you had you got in a car accident. Don't they drive on the other side of the road there? Am I, am no, I that didn't get, I didn't get into a car. Did I get into a car accident? Something. Yeah, I oh, swear. Yeah. Like a rental yeah, car. I, yeah, yeah. I rented a car and right. I. I pulled into the Target parking lot and I hit the cart. Right. The See, I, cart I knew return. I wasn't totally insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they drive, it's like the steering wheel's on the other side and they drive on the other side, right? Yeah. Or am I, is that not and the so, case there? Exactly. Like okay. you, you, you're driving on the other side of the car and the depth perception is different from that side of the car. Yeah. Yeah. And wh- what was weird though, it, because that's how it is in Hong Kong, you you look the wrong way when you cross the street. Yes. Like that was the, th- I had to, every time I would approach an intersection, like look the other direction, look the other direction because you're not used to it. 
not used to it at all. And I was training for that marathon when I went to New Zealand. They right. walk on the other side as well. Oh, God. And I was constantly running into people because I would forget that you need to run on the left side of the, of the sidewalk. Oh, wow. Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's, it, it's almost like you're learning, like you have to retrain your brain, like you're learning a different language. You have to retrain your brain to like, oh, I, I'm going to need to move this direction, you know? Right. Well, you've been doing it one way your entire life. And then suddenly it's not just different. It's like flipped. Mm -hmm. So that's it. It's a big deal. So you're going to have a great time. I think so. I think it'll be good. But of course, it's, it's exactly what you talked about before New York, where now it's, I have to make sure that absolutely everything is in line with like, and it's weird because, you know, I think with you, it's a little different because Marlo is still young. I mean, Lexton is 14, so I don't really need to make sure I have quite as much in order, but he's still too young to be left alone for a week. So right. you have to like coordinate and make sure that every, and especially when, because I chose to just book this without really figuring anything out. And it's so far in advance that you kind of can't really necessarily figure things out that far in advance. So you kind of have mm-hmm. to book it and hope. <laughs> but good <and> hope. <laughs> like that's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah, I am um so I booked my Paris trip and then amazingly, not amazingly, I'm fine. I'm gonna give John credit. Uh we worked together to get tickets for the girls over the summer. Oh wow. Yeah, so um I have to pay for half of the travel in the summer. So w- what I did is I found a round trip ticket for them. So they'll leave. I have been picking them out at the end of June and they'll come back in the middle of August. And then I am flying to New York and coming back the next day because I don't want to spend the money of staying in New York because it's New York is pretty fucking expensive too. Oh yeah. So but the amount that I'm spending on the airfare to fly to New York and fly back directly <laughs> that was one of those like I don't want to do this. I could I could buy this, 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 and this, and this with the amount of money that I'm about to spend doing this. Oh, yeah. But I'm doing it for the children. So you're flying with them? Yes, I'm and taking like, them to New you're, York. You're dropping them off and flying home, basically. Yes, that's what I'm doing. Sounds relaxing. Yeah. yeah. Time on a plane. Oh, yeah. Bringing those medallion miles up. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have any London recommend? I guess it's probably been a while, huh? It's been a while, but yeah. the place that we stayed at BYU was in Nottingham. Notting, Notting Hill. Sorry. Notting Hill. Notting Hill. Okay. God, it's been a long time. But Hyde Park, you, you, you got to explore the entirety of it. Yes, um, that's on my list. 
North London is gorgeous. I went to several concerts up in Camden. You gotta go to Camden for sure. You gotta go to the bridges. You gotta go to London Bridge and Tower Bridge and all that. Yes. The London Eye, Big Ben. Mm -hmm. I want to see all of the things that you need to see, but I don't need, I'm not the kind of person that needs to spend time there. I just need to like walk by and be like, there it is. And then keep going. But I'm like you, I just want to walk like, yeah, that's it. I don't think, I don't think I even went inside Westminster Abbey. I just took a whole bunch of photos from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, probably what I will do. You're going to have the best time. I know. I'm 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 not quite over that pre-travel stress yet. So Yeah. But I'll get there. Magnesium get there. citrate. That's I need I more than that I need to sleep <laughs> on the plane. That's really what I need. You know what you need to do you got to take a Unisom. Is that that's I knew there was something that you recommended. I couldn't remember the name. Mm-hmm. Take earplugs, uh, a mask for your eyes and a Unisom. Yeah. Yeah. You think it'll like, can I rely on that knocking me out for at least half? Yes. Mm-hmm. Even if I've, okay, this is a question. This is a valid question. I've never taken it. And I I tend to be one of those people. The only example I have is granted. It's a terrible example is like NyQuil. Okay. I don't, I don't take NyQuil because the couple times I've taken it, it doesn't do shit. Like it doesn't make me tired. I, I have no response to it. Because so well, always, NyQuil, the... I, but the I'm always leery of taking alcohol. something and having it not really work. Oh, I've always had success with Unisom. Okay. I took it both pregnancies. I took it to, in order to sleep. When I was pregnant, I only took a half a Unisom because uh, the full Unisom was just, would just knock me to the ground. But okay. so maybe it half. probably wouldn't even touch any of my stress right now. Um, okay. But Unisom is a very safe over-the-counter um, thing to knock you out on the plane. Okay. Yeah, I definitely need that because I I was awake for the entirety of my direct Hong Kong flight, and that I wanted to die. Oh God! I had oh, fifteen hours. Like it was, it was a it was a long time on a plane. Did your legs start to like throb? No, I walked like everywhere <laughs> I could walk. I, I the the flight attendants probably thought I was nuts, but I could not. I just couldn't sit. I couldn't sit, and all the shades have to be down. And I'm not good on planes. I don't like them. <laughs> so this will be this will be fun this is what i don't understand and maybe it's because i drink i try to drink as much water as, as i can i i'm a true believer in like the more water you drink the better you feel oh yeah especially when you're flying because you get so dehydrated on planes yep what i what i don't get are the people who sit in the aisles who don't ever get up to go to the fucking bathroom like i'm always waiting for the aisle person to like get up and go so that i can get up and go but I have been on so many flights, long flights, where the person in the aisle has not gotten up to go pee. I mean, I get and it if like, they're asleep. Like, I don't need to wake up and pee if I'm sleeping. Yeah. But if you're awake, mm-hmm. I yeah, and they're drinking. Like you can you can see them drinking, and they yeah. just like they just sit. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. But the other thing, I have to stand twelve hours a day. <laughs> or I won't earn my ring. So I got to either get those in before I leave or I got to be walking on the plane. John Bray, can I tell you how much better my life is that I'm not obsessed with that anymore? I, Letting go of 
I know. I need to. I. I'm not there yet. Something about seeing all of the rings is 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 okay. just irrationally I'm satisfying. Looking, I'm looking at my rings right now, and I got I got a warning. Oh, by the way, the day that I was in D.C. walking around, yeah. I finally got the notification from my watch that said, "Good job, you're doing oh, yeah. really well. <laughs> you're ahead on your ring goals today." And I was like, John's going to be so proud of me. See, it can be, um, it can be kind. Um, I'm looking at, so I got a notification from the watch this morning that said, if I want to win my May challenge badge, I have to complete my stand ring five more times for the month of May. Now you're like, I'm going to, I do that every day. The stand ring for me is the hardest one to close. It really, oh, really? really is. Interesting. Yeah. It is like I routinely do not close my stand ring. I I find I think sometimes maybe it's my last to close, but I feel like it's the only one I don't really think about necessarily, unless I'm like confined, because I just instinctively I'll get up to go to the bathroom or to get a drink or to pick Lexton up. Like there's always a reason I'm up. Plus I'm a, I'm a morning person. So when you get up at five 15, you have more time. You get a couple more rings. So here's, here's, here's your dilemma. What if they hit turbulence and they don't let you stand up? You you have to do what you have to do at that point. <laughs> That's all I can. You're, you're going to wave your hand in the air. <laughs> I'm going to be the guy screaming about his Apple watch because I got to close it. I mean, theoretically I could, I can close them beforehand, but you know, you're like, theoretically, I'm going to close all of them before I get on the plane. I'm going to wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and <laughs> get it all, get all the standing in. <laughs> I, I think the thing for me is like, there is the anxiety piece, but it's the data. I just love being able to look back and see all of the numbers. I don't know why. I just love it. Even like when I run and I didn't even need the watch for this, but like I will go back and look at my map and look at my speed and look at all of it. Just, yeah. I just like the, the data. The data is the data for people like us is delicious. It's a it's lovely, isn't yes. it? Yes. Oh God, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact and the watch just gives you more points, like VO two max when you run. I'm gonna be totally honest. I don't have any fucking idea what that is, but I love having it. What is that? VO two. I don't know. It has something to do with your lung capacity. And yes, I oh. did Google it once, and I read about it, and I know that I'm like right where I should be based on my activity level, but I still don't get it. I just know that now I have it, which <laughs> hearing myself say that, I realize how ridiculous this obsession is. I do. I'm just not quite over it yet. Not, not quite. But I have, I have to say, like, I know you get a lot of notifications on yours. My, my watch is always on theater mode. I, it never lights up. It never does. The only thing I really use it for is tracking health metrics. Like, that's it. If I could just put it in my pocket and track it, I'd be fine. But I can't. Okay, so the watch for me, it makes it possible for me not to have the phone out when I'm with friends and, and people. Yes, so I agree. Like, you don't have to check it because you'll know. Because I, I know that I, if I get something, the only time I, I'll, I'll glance down at my watch to see if it's Lita, like yesterday. <laughs> uh, like, I, ha I have notifications turned on because I have two children that I have to take care of. And oh, yeah. I... um. I am in the middle of trying to catch up yesterday uh, on 
700 emails and I've got bills I haven't paid and all this stuff to come home to. And I get this call and it's Lita at like 12 o'clock in the middle of the day. And I'm like, hello. She's like, what are you doing? And I was oh like, uh, uh, I am, I am in, indisposed at this moment. <laughs> Wondering why you're calling at middle of the middle of the day. What are you doing? What, what's going on? And I was like, what is, what is happening? She's like, I forgot my dance clothes. And I was like, oh God, oh God, code red, code red. Where oh, are your God. dance clothes? Because this is the teacher that you don't want to piss off. Uh, like okay. any other class, I'd have been like, suck it. But I was like, okay. I do not want you to endure the wrath of this teacher. Where are your dance clothes? I'll be there in 10 minutes. So, yeah. My life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always something, right? Yeah. So I have the watch. All it does is it buzzes. It doesn't have a, a sound. I, took, I turned the sounds off. So it just yeah. alerts me that there is a notification on my phone. And sometimes I will glance down to see what it is. Usually only if I'm thinking it's one of my children. Right. So. No, and I, I, I'm kind of the same. Mine doesn't light up, but it does like the little pulse thing. Mm -hmm. So at least I know when I'm getting a notification. And yeah. the one thing I will, I mean, Lexton will typically call rather than text. So if it starts to buzz that often, then I usually yeah. pull out my phone. Yeah. So it's handy, but eh, I don't know. Good luck. Know. Good yeah. luck with that stand goal. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we shall see. I do have, this is completely out of left field, but I have to tell this story that has nothing to do with travel at all. It's irrelevant and it's kind of long. It's not long. It's just, you know, it goes back a ways. So anyway, I had an uncle who passed away several years ago, two or three years ago from colon slash liver cancer. And this, this is a positive story, by the way, as he was going, he was like liver cancer that then transitioned into his colon and he had to have surgery. So I went, you know, Zazzle, the website? Yes. Okay. So I went and I like designed him a card and then ordered it so that I could give him a card because I'm super clever. And the card on the front of the card, it has a colon, like the punctuation mark. And it says the word <laughs> oh, <no>. before. <laughs> and then you open the card and it has a semicolon and it has the word after. And then right below it, it says, but you made it because they were removing part of his colon because that's what this surgery is. And gave, I gave him that card and he, following that surgery, he lived another year and a half or two years. And he, there was the only card he kept and it was Aww. always up. Like, and he, he would tell me about it periodically that it's still there, that it still made him laugh. And I, I forgot that I left it on Zazzle. Like it was there publicly. And maybe I've mentioned this before, but Every like four to six months, one or two of them are sold. And I didn't put them there to like make money or sell them. But I got an email notification right as we started this recording that one sold. And I always like seeing that because you, you have to have a sense of humor about what's going on to want to purchase it. And you it just also, makes me think like someone out there like is an, getting this and smiling. Yeah. You have to have a nerdy, nerdy sense of humor to get it. Yes. <laughs> totally. Like you have, you have to be a total nerd and you have to be finding some amount of humor in a really terrible situation. Mm -hmm. And every time I get one of these, and that's the only reason I haven't pulled it off because every so often it sells and I feel like it just brightens someone's day. And I bet it's like a sign of good news. Like they, 
they survive the the surgery. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You go into the surgery with a colon and you come out with a semicolon. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. I was. I can't even tell you how excited I was to come up with it. But the fact that people are are stumbling on it and buying it, it's just great. We've got a link. You've got to send me the link to this. We got to put up a link to this card. I will. It is the post colon surgery greeting card. <laughs> And honestly, it's probably the only post-colon surgery greeting card, which is probably why it sells. Maybe people just want it because it's so ridiculous, but I tend to think it is brightening a day. Well, and it kind of ties back to the whole magnesium citrate thing, you know? It, you know, it colon. does. Poop tea. Yeah. yeah, poop tea. So even though it was an extreme tangent, somehow we came back around. We, we always come back around. We always get there. We do. Mm-hmm. That is Manic Rambling Spiral at its finest. From poop tea to colons and back to poop tea. We went to London in between there. We did. By the way. London and Paris and Hong Kong. Uh Uh-huh. And New York. So, shit. And New Zealand. Yeah, look at that. Wow. That is impressive. Well, I guess, you know, this is a a shorter episode than normal. You've got to get packing and standing. Oh, God, I know. Stop. It's already Mm -hmm. buzzed at me twice that I need to get up. Which is that... I'm not even going to talk about the stress from that, but... If anyone, maybe since last episode, if anyone's tried the poop tea and has some uh, really eye-opening or otherwise yeah. experiences with it, we'd love to hear that. Or this will come out when I'm when I'm gone. So if you have any London recommendations or you're in London, you're a local. If you're in London and you want to meet John R. Bray. Yeah, let me know. I don't, uh, I don't actually know where I'll be or what I'll be doing or how many scones I'll have eaten at that time, but... You know, you can email us to stories at manicramblings.com or you can reach out on social media, uh, Twitter, face, Facebook, uh, or Instagram <laughs> at manicramblings. And like we mentioned early on, you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash manicramblings. Yes, Patreon. It's For a thing. $2. Yeah. For $2, $1, $2, dollars Something like $10, that, yeah. Something like that. Until next time, beware the poop tea. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 